Welcome everybody to Disney World A to Z. This is the podcast for all things Walt Disney World from A to Z. We'll take you through the magic alphabetically. My name's Emma. And my name is Josh. How's everybody doing? Welcome to Listener Questions. That's because it's Wednesday. Uh, if you have not heard Monday's episode, it was so interesting hearing all about uh, Emma's cast member experiences from a few years ago when she worked at the Boardwalk. Uh, so if you haven't heard that episode, uh, do not skip it. It was a really good one. Uh, but today is Listener Questions. So are you ready to get into it, Emma? Yeah, got lots of good stuff here. Oh, and by, and by the way, uh, in case I titled this episode something about The Last Jedi, just know that we're going to talk about that stuff uh, at the end of the... It'll be the last question we answer for the day. So if you are uh, spoiler-reverse or you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, we'll talk about that stuff at the end. So uh, you can just shut it off uh, when we get to that stuff. Yeah. All right, here we go. What's the first question we got? All right, so Steven says... He has a fast pass question. Next Wednesday during our Epcot day, it's calling for rain. It was being no. online... They shut down Test Track during the rain, and that's their Tier 1 FastPass selection. If it's closed, do they offer alternate FastPass options? If they do, is Soren one of them? Wondering if I should abandon the Test Track FastPass now and pick up a Soren instead. So the great thing, actually, it's almost a bonus when mm-hmm. the, the ride you're we're planning on riding goes down because you get a FastPass for anything. It's loaded onto your account automatically and you can go to soren go to frozen ever after you can pick whatever you want is frozen um, is frozen on the list of what oh wait oh I isn't used to, it i used to have uh oh no i think it was they gave me like a test track fast pass but i was gonna see actually i can probably let me see let me check my email i, I know yeah. that i know that a magic kingdom seven dwarfs mine train is not one of the included ones if another oh. ride goes down uh, okay. And so I wouldn't so be maybe surprised if things. Frozen isn't on that list as well. But I could be huh. wrong about that. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're right. Like I, you, are you sure though? Because I thought pretty darn. I thought sure. somebody <laughs> who like had a pirates that went down a pirates fast pass that went down went and rode Soren. Well, we're gonna have to research this more. <laughs> yeah. But you're, um. Yeah. Move. Yeah. You you are you will have other options. I'm not sure if Soren is one of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but anyways, uh, yeah, I, I would not abandon the fast pass uh, because uh, you should be able to get on uh, Soren if Test Track goes down. You should be able to just. And the nice thing about it too is that it's it's just a fast pass for the rest of the day too. So it's like having a free fast pass uh, for the rest of the day. So uh, yeah, and then I'm not 100 sure about Frozen or not. Normally, whatever is the really busy ride. Uh, is not included. I know that Seven Dwarfs isn't on that list because when whenever a ride has gone down before, they wouldn't let me ride Seven Dwarfs. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, I think Frozen is on that list too. So, yeah. And I know that they send you an email, so I'm trying to look on my email yeah. uh, and see every time that they've said, "Hey, uh, uh, you can't ride something." But I don't. I don't see. I'm trying to remember what the. Oh, actually, I think. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Yeah. Oh well. well. Oh well. Yeah, we'll have to look yeah, we'll, this up. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll back. keep looking as the episode goes on through the emails as we're talking about it. So the next question uh, is from Stacy. Uh, says, "I would like to devote more time to Disney Springs on my next trip in April. In the past, we have gone for the evening one night, but I feel it is never enough time. Do you think we should devote a half day or more? What are the, mo- uh, the what are the must see attractions for both adults and children? So if this is if this were my mom asking me this question, I would say yes, mom. Well, 100. You could devote an entire half." day because <laughs> my mom loves to shop and she loves going to Disney Springs. Uh, I really think it, it depends on the person uh, how much time you end up spending there. There's certainly enough there to spend a half day there if you like to go into all the shops and eat lots of foods. What do you think, Emma? 
Yeah, I think, I mean, it's a lot of shopping. So, and it's fun to explore the shops. Like, I feel like there are cool displays. It's just yeah. like the whole layout of Disney Springs is so beautiful um, that it's fun to walk around. But it's not so much like exciting attractions. I mean, that the new Star Wars VR uh, is there. So, if you want to oh, book right. that's, for that, that, yeah, that opens. That's an attraction. When did but that other, open? Yeah, that's open. Uh, yeah, d- didn't it open like right now, I think? Like, yeah. Suit, like this week, I think. Yeah. Um, so. You know, you kind of have to plan in advance for those things, but otherwise, it's it's a lot of shopping, a lot of restaurants. Um, but like, it's you'll you'll probably want to see them all. So yeah, I think it's worth at least half a day. Okay, I found the emails. Are you ready for this? When when was when did you get this email? By okay, the way, okay. So the the last one I have was on September. Oh, sorry, uh, December seventh. This is my last trip. Okay, all right, excellent. So, so this was at Magic Kingdom, and it is pretty much everything except. Yeah, it's pretty much everything except Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Okay. I do not see And that was for place. a Magic Kingdom one that got canceled. Yes, it says uh, Space Mountain is temporarily unavailable. Your Fast Pass selection for this time has been modified. You are now eligible for one of the following options. If Space Mountain becomes available later, you may experience it anytime af- uh, from 3.40 p.m. through the end of the normal operating day. Or, as a replacement to your Fast Pass selection for Space Mountain, you may instead visit one of the following experiences anytime from 3.40 uh, through the end of the normal attraction operating hours. I'm always confused why they give you those two options, because Space Mountain is on the list at the... Yeah. Anyway, so they should just say, hey, you can now ride any of these things anytime after 3.40. Um, and I'm trying to see if I have one, too, for Epcot as well. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I found it. Okay, so here we go. Uh if Test Track becomes available later, you can ride it after 3.20, which was when my Fast Pass was. Uh, or you can ride uh, do any of these after 3.20. So it's Turtle Talk with Crush, Mission Space, uh, Spaceship Earth. And uh, by the way, I got this in January. So this is this is slightly uh, older. Uh, Mission Space, Spaceship Earth, Meet Disney Pals, Soarin'. So there you go. There's that. Uh, Journey into Imagination, The Seas with Nemo, Test Track, uh, Disney Pixar Short Film Festival, and Living with the Land. Uh, okay. So there you so go. Yeah, so no frozen. frozen Ever After is really the only thing missing yeah. from that list, I think. There you go. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, Let's all right. See. We- so I think we covered Disney Springs, right? Cool. So uh, Martha says, uh, what do you all think about taking Uber or Lyft from the airport to the hotel instead of Magical Express? How much time can you save? Uh, did a price check and a lift for two adults is about $30 from MCO to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Mm. Is it worth it? We're landing about 2.30 on a Thursday. Uh, we don't have lands till 7 dinner in our home resort. So I don't know. In my family, we just wouldn't take Lyft or Uber because my dad is really uh, paranoid about it and says they're not insured and like we just don't trust them. But uh you know obviously they're pretty uh handy and i don't think most i think most people don't have any problems with them do you guys normally just take magical express or you say sometimes you guys we rent, rent a car, a car. Right? okay you yeah just rent we a car? almost always rent a car just because yeah. there are so many of us like yeah it makes most and we're often going to my brother's house off right. property so do you just yeah. do you just hang on to the car for the whole trip or do you like, exactly okay yeah we hang on to the car the whole trip yeah we've we've done that before when my whole family the last time my whole family went down we just rented a car here in nashville and just mm-hmm. and just took it and and brought it back and and we didn't you know put miles on our old van um yeah so the last time when i was there at the beginning of this month um i timed it and from the time i from the time the the plane uh hit earth um to the time i was to my resort which i believe i was the third stop um 
I think it was an hour and a half, which all things considered isn't too bad. Um, but mm-hmm. that said, uh, if time, you know, time is money, I suppose. And if you wanted to spend the $30, uh, just to, you know, get there, get to the resort in 30 minutes and save an hour, uh, then yeah, you can do that for, for $30. You just kind of have to decide, you know, is it worth yeah. it? And it, it, it's not like the bus experience is unpleasant. The bus is very nice. Uh, and it's a lot of fun riding that big old tour bus. Uh, I always enjoy it. It's, it's worth waiting around a little bit. Uh, and you know, I just pull my laptop out and I get some work done or whatever I need to do. Um, yeah. since I've been, I guess uh, if you had a short a trip yeah. and you really wanted to get there and like there was something, you know, a reservation or something that you were going to miss, it, it would probably be worth it. But yeah, it just depends. Like it's, it's like about an extra hour it, and it, it depends on traffic and stuff. Like it might be less than an yeah. hour, you know, it's probably not going to be more than an hour. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And although the thing actually to really consider is that. Uh, from the hotel to the airport if you decided to take a lift because we were talking about mm-hmm. recently Magical Express is now, especially for the holidays making you arrive so insanely early then you'd probably save about two two hours or something if you wanted yeah. to take lift on, on your way home yeah. um, although of course then what if there are long lines at the airport and Disney right. was right and you should have gotten there early, it's always a gamble yeah. man, I, when I was going through security at MCO, I was so confused because I thought that they had I thought the big thing was that now you had to take all electronics out of your bag, but mm-hmm. I guess they change it based on the day like they 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 keep people guessing about what they what they're gonna ask oh. you to do and mm-hmm. I just had to I think I just went through a metal detector I didn't even go through the the scanner thing and they so, didn't make yeah. me take any electronics out of the bag I think I just took my shoes off were you TSA belt. pre-check no. No, oh, I was wow. so good. This was this was like early in the morning. This was at like six in the morning. Well, maybe they're just moving people through. Yeah, it is pre-check. You get that, like you don't have to take yeah. your shoes off and stuff. But I was so yeah, confused. Gosh. I was I, I was like I was like okay, I'm just doing what the sign says, and I was like <laughs> expecting somebody to like jump me or That's something. Like, hey, nice. take your laptop out of your bag. Are you kidding me? Uh, but whatever. Because the last time I didn't take my laptop out of the bag, I had to stand there for like 15 extra minutes because I, I had forgotten <laughs> to do it, and they, it was like this big deal. <laughs> Is weird. It's strange. Um, But anyways, but yeah, so the uh, short version, save $30. uh, I mean, spend $30 to save an hour, basically. Um, And it really, uh, most of the, the, um, what makes the the amount of time it's going to take differ. uh, It just depends how long you have to sit there on the bus waiting uh, for it to get filled enough that they'll leave. Um, that's most of it. I think I sat there for like 30 minutes before the bus left. Oh, okay. This yeah. I thought, although I don't think they'd like, ma- like if the bus didn't get filled, there weren't enough people. I right. think they probably wouldn't make, they probably have a limit. Like, right. okay, we're going to wait 30 minutes and then we're just going to send it, you know? So right. I, I don't think you'd have to, you'd really sit there like yeah. an hour or you just, or whatever. You, so. you just, you hope that when you get on the bus, there's a lot of people already on it. If you're like one of the yes. first people on the bus, then just anticipate you're you gonna might be, have to wait. Yeah. You'll yeah. be there for a little bit. All right, uh, let's see. Next question is from Chad. He says, everyone uh, has that event or ride or meal that makes them say, now this is Disney. What is yours? For me, uh, I love the smell of the orchids when walking into Bay Lake Tower and also the sound of the train's whistle from the Magic Kingdom. Emma, what is that one thing that makes you say, now this Hmm. is, I'm, I'm at Disney World now. I'm home. I feel good. I'm happy. I mean, well, the Polynesian. I love that. Yeah. The, the Great Ceremonial House. I like the smell of it and the, you know, just all of it. And, and, and the train whistle, that's a good one. I also like the boat whistle, mm-hmm. um, you know, when it's pulling in. Um, and then I, I guess like at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, I just love that atmosphere too. Like the sound yeah. of the drums and like, yeah, it's that's pretty great. What about you? Um, pr- 
probably you know we I know we spent a lot of time talking about the boardwalk in the last episode, but I just <laughs> I love that boardwalk area. I had so much fun jogging around it on my last trip, uh, and just kind of jogging around that area. I just love it. It was really fun walking. It was fun because uh, I jogged really early the the second to last morning I was there, um, and I jogged up to the entrance of Hollywood Studios like very early in the morning as the sun was still rising. Uh, so there's like nobody out there and stuff. It was really cool. Like it was, I just love that area. Those moments when you have Disney all yourself are always so yeah. great. Like yeah. when you go to an early opening and like you can see like the park when it's some you know kind of empty. Yeah, it's, it's like those are always memorable and fun. It's it, yeah, no, that's totally true. Like when I was in front of that Hollywood Studios entrance, I was like, man, like tens of thousands of people are going to be here <laughs> soon. Like so many people are going to be here today, but like right now, there's nobody here. It's 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 cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah. All right, what's the next question we got here? All right, Heather asks, what are the discounts like to the Halloween and Christmas party if you have an annual pass? Or what about the campground? Trying to figure out if one of us should get an AP for the trip next Thanksgiving to enjoy the savings. Um, what do you think, Josh? I think, so I was looking at this uh, when I got the uh, a Very Merry Christmas party. I think it's like 5 or $6 less. It's not... It's not too not a huge. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not too huge a savings. Um, but uh, yeah, it, there there was some savings there. I definitely that does not warrant uh, getting an annual pass. But the, you get other discounts as well that might make it worth your time. Uh, campgrounds are, are going to vary. I'm trying to think what the exact percentage is. But yeah, with an AP discount, I've looked at the campgrounds before. I want to say they're like sixty or seventy dollars a night for a campground. Yeah. Uh, something like that for campgrounds, but I think it'd be fun to go camping uh, at some point yeah. at Disney. It could be a good time. We used to we have a pop. My p- parents have a pop up uh, camper that we used to use a lot. Uh, it'd be fun to take that down sometime. Yeah, and at the the holidays they decorate like people always decorate yeah. their campgrounds, which makes it fun. Yeah, I, when I think of annual pass discounts, I think it's more like for merchandise in the parks and mm-hmm. like sometimes at different restaurants. So, I, I like, that's what I associate the value with, like, when that piles up. But, yeah. yeah. If you're doing – you, you have to sit there and do the math if you're doing one trip in a year. If you're doing two trips in a year, like, 100%, get the annual pass. Uh, and, well, parking, too, I suppose. Although oh, then you have so to true. make sure you get the right annual pass because not all of them give you parking. Yeah, you just want that, um, that, But that, that, that does pass. add up a lot. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, okay, Emma. So now, uh, Robert. Uh, Robert is asking us uh, from the Facebook group. He wants to know what is your review of Star Wars: The Last Jedi. So, if you are a spoiler averse, you have not seen this movie yet. Yeah. Uh, feel free to turn the episode off now, and we'll see you on. And Monday. we are going to we are going to talk spoilers. Yeah, I we'll think. talk like, spoilers we, now. We're going to root it. You know, we're going <laughs> to. So yeah. Uh, well, you're, yeah. to actually talk about it, you have to spoil it because, like, you know, right. to to give instances of, of things. Um, but yeah, I think Robert wasn't it. Robert, someone in the Facebook group was like, "I saw Emma was disappointed. I assume this is Poe related. Actually, it's not at all." I, it was the storyline that I thought was a horrible. Poe, I mean, I didn't absolutely love everything they did with Poe. I liked where they were coming from, but I didn't think it was executed very well. But Poe himself, I liked. He got a lot of screen time. And guys, that moment at the end, Poe and Ray, oh it's boy. totally happening. I totally <laughs> caught it. Although, even that wasn't perfect. Like, there were so many things that felt like throwaways. And that was what frustrated me. It felt like a mess of the just l- all these unconnected scenes. It, well, n- not necessarily forced, just too late and too little. Hmm. Like, my mom was saying what should have happened is that 
when Ray came, I loved how Poe looked at her when she was, you know, raising the rocks to let them all out. Yeah. That was so great. But what should have happened is that Poe should have walked up to her right then and said, I don't think we know each other yet. And like maybe a couple of the rocks could have like fallen. It would have been really cute. <laughs> it would see that would have been better. Mm. So even that moment mm. that I wanted so bad and I was so glad it got there, it wasn't right. I just thought it was self-indulgent of Ryan Johnson. It didn't have a story. I need a story. Like, I need there to be a good, well-constructed plot, and I just didn't feel like it got there. There were some powerful moments, some great scenes that, like, were really memorable um, that I, I absolutely loved, but then there were just, they just got lost. Those those good scenes got lost in so many, lost, you know, like, threads that never went anywhere. Like, mm. all these little, like, that stupid drug addict uh, I don't even know what his name was. The oh, drug yeah. addict from that guy? thing. I don't know. I don't know. And and also like okay, the the guy. Sorry, we're getting real technical here. <laughs> I guess I didn't approach this very well. We just but, jumped but right like, in. It's okay. We did. I jumped right in. Um. Well, although on Monday we gave like kind of a nice like spoiler free sort of <laughs> thing. So now we're jumping in. Um. But Maz is telling them to go find this guy with the red lapel, right? Mm-hmm. And they find him, but they don't get to talk to him. And then they find this other guy instead, and it's like, but what about Maz's guy? Like. What, what, like it just felt like such a throwaway, mm-hmm. you know. I don't like loose ends. Like the storyteller's job is to connect yeah. loose ends, not to just throw them in there to like almost throw them in your face. That's yeah. what it felt like to me. Like whatever, we're just gonna throw in all these loose ends. So okay, so two things. I think I've had enough time to think about it. That I, I think <laughs> that from talking to you, I think that the way that you felt about it, where you you didn't like it, and then. Uh, you saw that people were saying, "Oh, it was great," and you felt yes. like, and you felt like, did did I miss something? I think that I sort of felt the opposite, where I enjoyed it, and now I'm seeing that a lot of people didn't like it, and I'm like, did I miss something? Like I like I'm a, so so mm-hmm. that's I guess that's why uh, you, you mentioned before we were re- started recording, like, oh, Josh, you're being very political about like keeping your opinion, <laughs> but th- th- I'm just trying to understand, like, boy, yeah. I, I don't want to be like so exuberant, like. I remember when the prequels came out being so exuberant about those movies like oh I love them and then talking to people later it's like Josh are you sure you really like those movies like they they have a lot of problems and I was like oh and then and then as I've grown up and and gotten older and watched them again I'm like boy yeah I don't really think those movies were as good as I because it was Star Wars and I was excited to see a Star Wars movie um so anyway, so I, I'm still conflicted. But the second thing, too, that I did mention to you last night, Emma, is that I like something that uh, we talked about last night was that we I think we both agree that the the the, the pa- there's so much happening in the movie that the pacing feels a little bit wonky yeah. just because it's just it's just hopping from place to place to place so fast. And so I thought, yeah, sorry, you finish your thought. Okay. And then I'll, I'll come back. Um, I think that it. If you weren't if if the movie lost you early, there was never like it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna win you back. Like it it it, it, it was like one thing jumping off the rails after another. So if you were kind of tracking with the movie as it was going and you could kind of hang with what it was trying to do, uh, then then I think you were one of the people that were like, I really enjoyed it. But if early on you already felt like, wait, why? Why would Luke throw the lightsaber over his shoulder? He I don't. Wouldn't. I don't think I liked that. And then, like another. It's not that I didn't like it though. It wasn't true to the character of Luke. That, that's, and, and that's it, what it I felt mean. like that's an in-your-face I mean. yeah. sort of giving the middle finger to Star Wars fans. That's so many yeah. moments felt like that that made me so mad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that I guess that's what I mean. Like if you if you stop tracking with it, if you're like, wait, hang on, Luke wouldn't do that. If if 
and and you couldn't like kind of say uh because i think i was kind of in the spot where i was like oh that that felt a little strange okay let me see where they go with this uh and so i was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt and i think by the end it didn't go anywhere though uh i mean like i feel like if it had gone somewhere i i would have forgiven it but it never Mm -hmm. got it didn't have any direction Hmm. and like what were you saying what you were saying earlier with like it the pacing was a problem like i do agree with that and there were so many things happening and yet I also felt very confined, like almost hmm. like claustrophobic by this movie because the entire plot line is them getting tracked by the stupid first order ship. Like that's like they're stuck right. there the, the whole, entire. Yeah, the whole it movie was, happens almost which in real. It felt like so. The be- well, yeah, I guess, but and yet it felt so dumb. Like you're running out of fuel, and then you have fuel to refill these stupid little like escape pods with. Where did that fuel come from? I thought you were running out. You know, like it just. Mm-hmm. It, I guess, yeah, there were so many logical moments that it felt like they wanted to make it, they wanted to be edgy, they wanted to make it visually impressive, but they just didn't, like, you know, keep track of... I, I think the idea was that they were in a big ship that took a lot of fuel, and so they were saying, let, instead of, like, burning all this fuel out, let's let's put it in the smaller transport ships, and that's, that's why Poe was upset, he was like, no, that... We're, we're giving up. he should up. have told he, that <laughs> stupid Admiral Hall, though, don't even get me started on her outfit. It was a negligee. Like, no, like, and you know who's talking here, right? Like, this girl, where, me, I wear skirts and dresses all the time. A girl, a, a woman can get anything done in a skirt. But when you want to get stuff done, you're not going to wear a stupid little negligee. Okay, sorry. Um, but she, if she was such a great leader, she would have told her people what was going on. She wouldn't have left them in the dark. Mm. I loved the idea of showing Poe's development as a leader. I thought that was a great concept, but the execution was so poor. They like laid it on mm. with a trowel, like as if I'm not intelligent <laughs> enough to understand good storytelling. Like, and, and yet it was a great concept. I just thought it was so poor in execution that it made me so mad. What? But yeah, I, no other Star Wars movie like has taken place all in one place like that. And I think that maybe bugged me. Like Star Wars is about exploring the galaxy like usually Mm. there's more hopping around and the fact that so much of it was centered on this ship that was trapped also my brother was pointing out that at the the end of the force awakens the resistance just blew up the first order's biggest base like there must have been so many people on that planet like first order people so what how does it make sense that this movie opens with the first order reigns and like are you telling me no one else in the galaxy is upset that like the republic that doesn't make any sense that no one answers their distress sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry well i I just don't i don't want to i don't i i really really don't want to come across like that that the the star wars fan that's like oh well i gotta make excuses for everything uh right because you know what there are holes in the force awakens i love that movie but there when we watch it there are still moments when we're like they shouldn't have done that that doesn't make sense like there are always going to be some holes but there were just so many i think in in the the last jedi I i think i think it made sense that because they had destroyed star killer base that most of the movie took place in those ships because it's like nobody really has like a home now because the 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 Ugh, uh, and they destroyed the ships. I hated that moment when Kylo Ren destroyed the hangar with all the people in the ships. That was there was just a gratuitous loss of life. Like it was mm. like here's this pilot we're going to let you get to know them for 30 seconds and then kill them for no good reason. And like like Star Wars is about space battles. So to destroy all of the the resistance ships before they can even get off the ground is like you know, is a slap in the face to Star Wars fans. You wanted hmm. a space battle? No. Hmm. Sorry, I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, Josh. you're good. I'm it's, sorry, it's, guys. It's if okay. you liked it's The okay. Last Jedi, you probably hate <laughs> me right now. I I think that I was no, telling Josh that 
No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go, uh, sorry. <laughs> I, I was telling Josh, one of the things that I think is making me more frustrated is that there is this attitude of like, um, which maybe it goes both ways of like, you have to like this movie. You should love this movie. It's more fun to love stuff. It's more fun when you can talk about something you're excited right. about. And I was so excited about this movie, but I, it's like, I didn't like it. And right. I feel like there's this weird pressure. Like, how could you not like it? And I feel like, how could you right. like it? So I, it's I, like, you yeah. need to bridge that gap. Um, and I, yeah, I, I feel it, like, so, I feel but like, I don't mean to offend anybody, but yeah, I think, it, you're, and, and, yeah. I think you're fine. Look, if you, you can, you should be able to. Everybody should be able to share their opinion about uh, the, yeah. the film without uh, anybody else feeling. Uh, feeling like they're being attacked for how they feel about the movie. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, there were good things. I, you know, if you liked it, there there were definitely good moments. Yeah. So yeah, I like. I, maybe we should talk about some of the moments we liked. Since I've been uh, back. I lo- I loved all the stuff. Uh, I th- yeah, I lo- I loved all the stuff with Ray and uh, Ben. I thought that, that I was loved that. Awesome. That was brilliant. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah. And you didn't expect it. So well done. The rain. I loved that. That was so good. Yeah. See, it's funny. It was such a polarized. Maybe that's why people are so polarized in their reactions. Because to me, it was such a polarized film. Like here was this amazing that Ray and Ben was just brilliant. And then there was, and then you have milk, Luke milking some stupid sea creature. What was that? I think. Well, I think the idea was supposed to be that, like, he's he's sort of become the hermit. The exactly bushman Luke. That's what we get. Like <laughs> what? I Ugh, and I, the frog nuns. I was already complaining to Josh about the frog <laughs> nuns. They offended me. Like you guys have heard me talk about Skellig Michael. That island was built as a living, active devotion by monks, and you're gonna like make these frog monks that we're just supposed to laugh at that was the point of those weird things the caretakers like to to mock them like and it's like come on ryan johnson mm. what you're using as a set is not a set it's mm. it's a it's a holy place like have some respect and you, you, there were so you, many irreverent you've moments there. you've been there so I, I, i've I'm been sure there it, uh, yeah it, it feels a little different to you to see it hurt. To, sorry yeah sorry yeah. sorry guys let's go but josh tell us tell us about something else you liked um i I really liked. I saw a lot of people complaining about the Finn Rose stuff. I loved that. I, I loved did too. Rose. I thought that was Rose was so great. I I really really liked her. I liked I liked all the stuff on the casino planet, and I would have liked it even if it hadn't tied into the very end of the movie. But I liked that the end of the movie was was sort of all the all the kind of the slave kids having hope again. Uh, be- I thought that was so random, though. Like, are we going to see them again? Well, I think I, 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 I think didn't the, get the end. I, at I all. think the idea was supposed to like the the it was it was a lot like Rogue One in this way, where the where the the overarching idea of the movie was uh, that it's important to always have hope, uh, even when you even when you can't see it. And so, um, and again, I've only seen the movie one time, so you know this, these are all my initial impressions, but. Um, I think that was the idea. Like when 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 Finn and Rose showed up and said, "Hey, we're from the Resistance." Those kids like lit up and they were like, "Oh, maybe we're going to be rescued." Um, and so yeah. they were all they were excited to help them escape because that meant that there was hope for them and and their friends that they would be they would be freed one day. Uh, and so um, I, I think that that's why at the very yeah. end you see that kid like with a pretend lightsaber or whatnot. That and clearly he's yeah. like he's force sensitive at least because he's able to right. move the broom. Uh, it, it was My sort- mom was saying though that like one thing I felt is that 
like no one answered their distress signal, right? But Leia says to still have hope. So then they cut to this kid and it's like, oh, so does that mean they're going to have to wait 20 years for this kid to grow up and then they'll be, and then he'll answer the distress Right. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I bet Daryl, that's important going, that'll be important in the next movie. The fact that like nobody answered the distress signal. Uh, there's that? that's yeah. It gotta be. I I hope there's a reason. JJ, for that. you got a lot to fix. <laughs> we believe in you. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of things that I was unsure about in Force Awakens, I was like, yeah, but they're telling it. They're telling a story here, uh, and that's that takes place over the course of of two other movies, and so I'll I'll, mm. I'll resume. So we'll we'll see how it all ends. Like it's clear that they've kind of like mapped out sort of the the main things and i I, because i know jj abrams and ryan johnson have worked closely that surprises me i I guess i don't see it as a map i see Mm. the the last jedi as sort of you know a derailment like 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 someone on twitter (laughs) said that they that the the last Jedi literally threw the forest awakens off the cliff (laughs) like literally so i feel like ryan johnson messed a bunch of stuff up and now jj is gonna have to fix i i guess i don't see a story arc right now Hmm. like the last jedi it answered like literally none of the force awakens questions pretty much none of the important ones who is snoke why is he so powerful no answer who cares who are raised parents nobody i don't believe that for a second but like yeah, like that's the answer we're supposed to I believe like either, yeah. you think she touches skywalker's lightsaber and she's not connected and that ha- and she has that vision and she's not connected to right. him like i wish if they had answered like just a couple of those questions or like even just acknowledge that an answer is coming. But I felt like they just were like, oh, this question is dumb. I'm not going to tell you Snoke is. I'll just cut him in half. <laughs> I, I did love love that uh, whole scene, though, with in the battle with the Praetorian that, Guard. That, that was, was amazing. That was, the, that was probably my favorite scene so in the good. movie because it did the best job of like showing the conflict in, in Kylo's. Yeah. heart that it's that's uh, that like he's got he's doing the right thing by defeating snoke but also now okay great now you now ray you and i can rule the galaxy together i loved ray she was like please don't, don't do this like ben. don't do this ben. please don't do this ryan i liked oh. i like that at a certain point she stopped calling him kylo and started calling him ben yes, i like that, that was a great. lot that was good i loved that connection between and then how she sees him on the Millennium falcon yeah it's, yeah my, my I, that was really cool my wife brought and, up a, a great point uh that it was it was cool the way they did it where they 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 had discussions with each other when they weren't in the same spot because that yes. they wouldn't but if they were in the same room they wouldn't have been able to talk like that because they would have had to have been having like physical conflict or, or you're whatnot. right yeah uh, so that that was yeah because really they good. couldn't fight each other and that was so cool he's like i can see where you are but i don't like yeah it was yeah it was so cool yeah i hope i hope that as time goes on that uh uh, you, you mentioned your mom had said, uh, maybe as time goes on, the the, the things you didn't yeah. like about it will kind of will deaden a little bit, and you'll be. And that's kind of how I feel about Return of the Jedi. Where like I love that movie so much because I grew up with it, but watching it now, I, I realize like, boy, Leia and Han just kind of get wasted in this movie. Like they they should be uh-huh. doing like more exciting things. But all the stuff mm-hmm. with Luke and Darth Vader is like the best stuff in the whole trilogy. Uh, yeah. So. I hope I hope it's I hope that the movie is remembered like that for yes. the people that don't hopefully that don't I really be. like it. I think just and I think like just especially all the mean people on social media who are bashing like so many people are like, well, n- what does it matter that Star Wars fans don't like it? Star Wars fans are dumb anyway, and it's like Star Wars fans are the reason this franchise is, yeah, is still but, here after forty years. Like, I, I hate this attitude on social media that like, well, why should Star Wars fans like it? We want to sort of 
you know, gets like it's a Star Wars movie. Yeah, not, why? Why? What? Let's not let's not uh, bully people who uh, didn't like exactly. the movie, and let's not bully people that did like the movie. Everybody, How everybody's weird. got an opinion. It's all good. Yes. Yes, <laughs> that the Rotten Tomatoes thing is so bizarre, though. I can't remember if we talked about that before. No, or if but we that, that is about very that funny. Here. Yeah, because it's got a ninety-three percent critic review and a like the the audience review of normal people is dropping by the second because people are so ninety-three percent though. It's like certified fresh, and it's like yes, there are people who like it. That's fine, but ninety-three yeah. percent does not accurately re- um, you know re- reflect that movie because there are also lots of people who didn't like it so i i think it's very interesting how polarizing it is and i think it's funny that like you know like like i said at the beginning like i walked out of it and i saw a lot of people didn't like it and talking to you and i was like oh maybe i missed something and then at the same time like on the flip side people that didn't like it are like wait people liked that you know what i mean like everybody is like confused like how could you have the opposite opinion because it was so clearly this way yeah Uh, so it's that people can see the same thing but watch it in completely different ways i guess yeah it's interesting yeah how did your theater react because our theater was opening night and oh yeah like i remember opening night from the force awakens people were like cheering and clapping and like it was it just felt very like a very positive everyone really loved it everyone was talking when they exited the theater and my mom described the theater from the last jedi as damp like when we left like it was just quiet so I, I how was how was yeah yours? well I had a I had a cold on Thursday and I didn't want to have to deal with being up and yeah. coughing and getting other people sick but I was feeling much better on fr- on Friday yesterday uh, we're recording this on Saturday I, I, I was feeling much better on Friday and um, we went to like a, a mid afternoon show I think it was like at two o'clock oh, okay. uh, and yeah. there wasn't very mu- many people in the theater yeah. at all you know Fridays I uh, the I think most people went to a very early morning showing before work or they were yeah. going to go after work. Uh, so there Although were only like... still opening day. Gosh. Yeah. I, well, they... It's a little they, surprising. They were Although, playing I mean, it I guess all it is day. Like, day. Like, you could have yeah. shown up at, at any, like, 30-minute interval and there was a show yeah. and getting started. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, but it, it, it was weird. Like we were like, oh, maybe we should just buy tickets for the three o'clock because I don't want to walk in there and there's like we have to sit in the front. But we walked yeah. in, and there was like nobody in there, and I was like, oh, perfect. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I, they, I didn't. There was not a. I don't know. There were probably not enough people in there to kind of gauge the reaction. There, it's always a different. People are more yeah. like communic communicative in a theater when there's a lot of people in the theater. Like people were people yeah. laughed at the parts you were supposed to laugh at. Um, but there was no like, yeah, I think I was probably the most like exuberant at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's because I, I really did just like the way they ended the movie with the, with the kid from the, I, I like when movies like set something up that you don't realize is a setup and then they call back to it later. Uh, yeah. so I, I enjoyed that. And I also enjoyed with the movie that I, I never knew exactly. And I think this probably is sort of the flip side of, of the criticism of that you have where you feel like it was just kind of subversive just to be subversive. Uh, uh, on the flip side of that, I, I enjoyed that I, I never knew exactly where the movie was going. At any point, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is like Empire. This is going to happen next." And it was like, "Nope." And then it would it would kind of go. It would like it would like set you up like, "Oh, this is going to be like Empire." And then it, and then it, it, they would they would switch it up on you. Um, now, whether whether all those things happened on purpose for a reason, I'll have to watch it again to see. But at least on the first yeah. viewing, it, I always enjoy when a movie does things I'm not expecting it to do. Um, but I also definitely understand that criticism of like, well, unless there's not really a point to it, it's if just there's not a reason. Right, yeah. right, right. So I'll have to see it again and 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 see. Uh, 
Yeah. So we'll see. We we'll, have we'll see. we have no desire to see it again. Yeah. Well, it's funny. We went to see like The Force Awakens and Rogue One in theaters so many times. Mm-hmm. Like I think my little brother went to see The Force Awakens like eight times. Yeah. This we're not going to go back to see. Yeah. So well, I, I yeah. was telling you too last night. Like I didn't. The way I think the way that you kind of feel, maybe not to the extent, but I, 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 the way that you sort of have talked about Last Jedi. That's sort of how I felt about Rogue One, where. Like I liked it. There was stuff about it I liked, but overall, I I didn't understand why everybody was so pumped about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I would like I, I was like, well, I'm glad that people like I'm glad that people enjoy the characters of this movie uh, and and stuff. Like I, I want Star Wars movies to do well, um, but uh, yeah. I, I I was just kind of conflicted about. It. So, anyways, I, I I get where you're coming from with Last Jedi. Like yeah. like feeling sort of like no, don't. Come on! Don't do that! No, stop! Yeah, you know it what felt I mean? like a bully on a playground. That's what yeah. how the last Jedi felt to me. Like he yeah. just goes and breaks your toy for no reason. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't even give you a good story. Like I don't know. <laughs> like I could have dealt with the subversive elements if there was a reason. Sure. You know, if if you had thought it out, but it didn't feel like they sat down and thought out a really amazing plot arc. Like the, the, it didn't feel like there was any direction or any purpose. You know, to me at least, obviously, uh, you know, of all the char- may- and maybe they'll one will emerge in episode nine. We can only hope. Of all the characters in episode eight, what like who whose story did you enjoy the most? If you had to pick somebody, uh, see that's so hard because there were like elements I enjoyed mm-hmm. and ele- so many elements that were like what on earth? Yeah, like that's just. Oh gosh, I don't even know. I mean, I loved Luke's force projection. That was amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but of course, like the whole Bushman Luke and a lot of other things about Luke I didn't <laughs> like. Um, and I liked the Kylo Ray connection. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. Like if there was one character I could pick out. Yeah. Who, because I felt like they all had good moments and a lot of bad moments. Yeah. Although the actors were very good. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good acting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. This is probably our longest Q&A ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It was fun. It's, it's, it's fun to talk uh, with, with you about it. Yeah, and we've—I feel like we've gone into so many Star Wars, uh, you know, uh, tangents on this podcast in the past. Yeah, so it's fun to, <laughs> fun to fun to tell you how it ended. Are, so. are you excited about the Han Solo movie? I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> After See, this, it's just puzzling to me that okay, Rogue One and The Force Awakens—we're not perfect, but I felt like the people who created them understood good storytelling. Hmm. I don't feel like The Last Jedi understood good storytelling at all, and it's very strange to me that like you were able to create The Force Awakens and Rogue One the way that you did. How did no one stay? You know, how did no one like object mm-hmm. to The Last Jedi? So now I have no idea with the Han Solo movie. Like, I feel like I don't really trust them anymore. I trusted them. Ron, Ron Howard they, they is down. a good story teller he tells good stories mm. so uh so we'll see i'm yeah. i'm not expecting very much from that movie uh, yeah my, my <laughs> expectations are low so uh okay yeah well uh, anyways we, oh, well, that's we, good. we all still low love star wars though right yeah it, of course. It, this is yes. all in love for star wars and i still have faith in nine i i have faith so yeah i think it's it's probably good that they're bringing jj back uh, I think to, so. to direct it. Are, are you more optimistic that they're, since they're bringing JJ back rather than that Colin uh, Trevorrow or whatever? Who's he? Who is he? He directed, he he directed Jurassic World. Which oh, I, well, yeah, I've I think JJ will seen. be better. Honestly, I think maybe that's one thing that this series lacked is that, like, with George Lucas, like, he didn't direct every movie, but he 
had a story for the whole, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. and I feel like that story drew us along, like even in the prequels, like obviously there are lots of things wrong with the prequels, but there is a story mm-hmm. there. You know, you're moved through a plot, you're given lots of information and it, it fits together. And maybe that's an issue with this, this, this uh, trilogy is that it, it was kind of handed off to Ryan and it, it feels like Ryan just went in a totally different direction. It doesn't feel like there was an arc. You don't feel like you know? there's like a through line that's going to make don't, sense no. after three movies. No. I, hmm. In fact, I, I specifically feel like Ryan was throwing away all of the beautiful things that were set up hmm. in The Force Awakens and was just like, okay, we're going to do this, whatever. I'm just going to throw this away. Like, so, so I feel like Nine, if anything, is going to fix it. But it, I feel like Nine is going to be a cleanup job. Nine isn't hmm. going to be like the finale interesting but you know i don't know i i i guess it's possible i could be wrong, it's so. uh this this has been very interesting <laughs> talking to talking to you who like very vehemently did did not enjoy the movie like this has been yeah very very interesting to hear all the different takes on it and stuff because it's like you know because so, like i feel like people like people like you were talking about it's frustrating that people yeah. like want to like just say no you shouldn't think that but at the same time like if you're a big fan of Star Wars and that was your takeaway from the movie. Well, then the to some degree the movie didn't do yeah. You know, didn't do what it was supposed to do for you. You know what yeah. I mean? It it's not like that because and you're not you're not the only one who thinks that. You know what I mean? So yes. to some degree yeah. uh the movie didn't do what it was supposed to do uh in that regard. So Josh, you're so nice. Let's all just take a moment to appreciate how Josh is listening because I feel like I'd, I mean I guess social media is always a place for screaming and, <laughs> and and you know snap judgments and I'm sure I've been guilty of that too but I really appreciate that you're not getting offended or mad that <laughs> no no I, look because I mean there's plenty of stuff that I that a lot of people like that I don't I don't like and it's always like yeah I wish that somebody true. would just hear me out because I I don't feel like I'm too crazy here. Uh, so uh, so uh, no, I I I I totally get it. I totally understand. And I suppose that that's what makes the world an interesting place is that we all have such different opinions and different exactly. different people like different exactly. things. So, and there's some there's something fun about a Star Wars movie being super divisive. Like I I was kind of interested by how that's much true. I didn't. Really, I don't think any has been this divisive. Right? Before, like has it? Yeah. Like. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, maybe Rogue, maybe Rogue One a little bit, but not to, not to this degree. Yeah, like it was interesting to me. Like, boy, I didn't really like that movie, but I see like so many people. Like, that was one of the first things when we started talking, Emma, because in your in your bio on on Twitter it says like I, I, I'm one with the Force and the Force is yeah. with me, and I was like, oh, she must have really liked Rogue One. That's interesting because I I didn't really like it, but I'm glad that people resonated with that character and with the story. Like, I was like, yeah. that that's good because I I want. I want Star Wars to be something that people like. You know what I mean? Even if even yes. if there's a movie that I don't like, I want people to to love Star Wars because I true. think Star Wars is like an important story in like yeah. you know because like okay last thing I'll say and then then we can wrap up or whatever. <laughs> uh, I, I I love there's this interview that George Lucas did uh, a, a few years ago where he was talking about the creation of Star Wars and stuff and he was basically just talking about how he wanted there to be a story that like hundreds of thousands of years from now or whatnot that people can look back on and kind of see what life was like and and like how people thought about like faith and 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 a higher being and things like that he was like it would be interesting to tell a story like star wars uh that's about people like realizing that there is a higher there's a there's a there's a higher destiny and that we have a calling and stuff like and so i i think that star wars is like an important in, in in that regard not not obviously not that it like 
it subscribes to a particular religion or, or something like that. But dude, my mom uses the force to teach prep kids. We really? show uh, they we show clips from Star Wars. So I yeah, I, although of course it doesn't subscribe to a specific religion, but I totally agree. It's it's a great yeah. It's um, it's, it's an important great. it's an important thing. Like it, it, I just I'd never thought about it like that in that in the way that he's like yeah you know how like when we read about myth mythology and stuff and it, that kind of gives you a a glimpse into what people thought about back like thousands of years ago. Yeah. People can look at a story like Star Wars to kind of understand like this is this is these are the kinds of things that people wrestled with in the 2000s and the 1900s and that sort of thing yeah. and so i think that's important and so I, I i want i want disney to do a good job with star wars and so that's why it, when people don't like a movie i want to know like well, well what was it about it that didn't work for you and because yeah. I, I want star wars to work i mean i guess in that sense it i guess i yeah star wars reflects the culture it comes from but i also feel like it kind of stands apart as for sure you know, yeah as as its own like it should be true to itself and yeah i mean i feel like our culture right now this is a popular kind of movie you know with i I feel like i see this a lot these kind of throwaways which they bother me but obviously they don't bother everyone you know yeah um so i guess it is as a reflection of the culture it it does work it's just unfortunate that i i feel like it's not true to star wars Mm -hmm. if there wasn't this sense that like of this is like kind of slap in the face to real to star wars fans which i got very strongly i think i wouldn't be so angry about it i could just you know laugh it off more but it 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 felt sort of insulting to me so yeah (laughs) hopefully that will fade yeah i hope it fades at least a little bit and like to the point where you can at least like once episode nine comes out that that you can kind of like it'll make episode eight hopefully like work better for you and so you can at least enjoy it to the degree that it it gets you to episode nine and it's not just always like oh okay we'll 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 start with episode seven kids (laughs) and then we'll skip eight (laughs) and i'll just tell you the couple things you need to know and then episode nine and that's where Mm, it gets good again yeah i don't know i kind of feel though that episode eight is gonna be like the prequels the one we want to forget so because because in many of the reviews people are speaking fondly of the prequels because look i'm a very understanding person but i will not i can't I can't. You can't go there. I can't keep my integrity. (laughs) That's a bridge too far for me. All right, cool, fun, uh, fun episode. Uh, Thanks everybody for listening. If you're still listening uh, to the Star Wars stuff, Uh, we'll be back here on Monday. Uh, We're gonna, we'll, we will discuss uh, letter D uh, on our second trip around the Disney alphabet. Uh, I think we decided at some point what D was going to be, but I forget what we landed on. So we'll, we'll talk about it off. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, everybody. Okay. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And oh, we, we got to tell people about the social media and stuff. Well, where, oh, where, yeah, where can yeah. we find the social media? If you head over Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, we're Disney World A to Z. Give us a like, give us a follow. We don't usually post angry things about Star Wars there. So it's a good <laughs> place to follow us. Um, you could also give us a review if you um, don't hate everything we just said. So, or everything I just said, rather. <laughs> Worst podcast ever. I thought this was for Disney World. They were, they were. <laughs> poo-pooing on my beloved star wars <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> okay uh yeah and then uh, if you want to uh go to our private facebook page we got a link to that in the show notes or at our website wdwa-z.com and also there you can find a full archive of all like 70 or so episodes of our podcast so far but having a good time doing the show and we would love to see you over there all right everybody we will talk at you on monday so until then take care bye have a magical day bye